Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Well, Jimmy Butler, 5 for 21 in a classic game six, but he scored 10 points in the final four minutes to actually give his team a chance to win. What do the Heat need from their star tonight in game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals to avoid the infamy of blowing a 3-1 series lead? Greeny's on ESPN Radio. I used to say 3-0 series lead, actually. I don't know what I'm talking about. ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. I'm Aaron Goldhammer with Michael Rothstein on this Memorial Day. And we'll get uh, more into Game 7, Michael, coming up in just a second. But the phone lines are blowing up with people's bad food takes. At 888-SAY-ESPN, that's 888-729-3776. And I will leave it up to you, Michael, which food take... You could see the callers on the board. Which food take would you like to hear the most? All right. Well, first of all, in the break, I have gotten messages on social media about my pineapple and anchovies on pizza together food take that have been deemed atrocious. So I I get it. Shannon, our our producer, Shannon Penn, tells me it's awful. If anybody agrees with me out there, 1-888-SAY-ESPN, 1-888-729-3776. Give us a call and tell me why pineapple and anchovies are great together on pizza. What are you, a Ninja Turtle? (laughs) Just adding this nasty stuff on pizzas? What are we doing here? Hey, you know what? If I can can operate the size like Raphael or – the nunchucks like Michelangelo or the sword like Leonardo or the stick like Donatello. I know that the stick has a, a name. A bow. Thank you. Uh, I, I would be all about being a Ninja, Ninja Turtle, but I ate pizza like Ninja Turtles did when I was a kid before I found out. Anyway, all right, to the callers, enough, enough, enough. we're going to go. Yeah. I want to go to Mikey in Missouri who's got something he wants to talk about spaghetti with, and now I wish Candy was still here. I am still here. Can you hear me? Yes, how are you? All right, spaghetti is a side dish. Uh, so I'm from the South originally. It goes with catfish, spaghetti on the side. Yeah, spaghetti on the side with steak, hamburgers. It just it goes good with coleslaw. So like, it's just it, we put it on the side of stuff. Oh, but, all right, but what would you not put spaghetti on the side of? Like if you had sushi, would you put spaghetti on the side of sushi? I don't think that's a good fit. But uh, in the South, yeah. spaghetti, like if you go to any catfish joint, you'll have spaghetti as a side with the coleslaw. And that's just it, how we do it. We Mikey, do I'm sorry. It's not a barbecue food. Like you don't you don't show up at your memorial. Thank you for the call. You don't show up for your Memorial Day cookout. And you've got burgers and dogs and that smell. Oh, you know the smell I'm talking about. You walk at the, the food is just getting crisp. It's getting to the perfect temperature. And you look over and you see spaghetti and meatballs in a bowl. You're like, what is wrong with these people? Somebody got confused about what day it is. Well, okay, but Aaron, here's where I'm going to fight you back here. Because what if culturally your family is Italian? Or what if culturally one of your traditions is to have spaghetti at every meal? Because that's just what you do. So you're saying like you should buck the family tradition in order to 
ad- adhere to Aaron Goldhammer's rules of cookout? Is that what you're saying? Uh, oh, oh, okay, I don't mean to insult anybody's family traditions. <laughs> I, I'm just pointing out that you're going to get side-eye from everybody if you serve it at your... Now, if you give some explanation about how it's what your dead grandmother did or whatever, like that, okay, then fine. (laughs) Then I could understand serving the pasta. But it's, look, like there are some people who do a little afternoon, little lunch on Thanksgiving of pasta, and that I can get behind. Christmas as a spaghetti meal, I can absolutely get behind. Memorial Day is about burgers and dogs and smoked meat and coleslaw and potato salad. It's not about spaghetti. See, I I have a bigger issue with Thanksgiving in this conversation than I would Memorial Day. Because Thanksgiving's all about turkey and stuffing and cranberries. Like, no, 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 no. Or ham, if if you choose to go ham or or turducken, if you really want to get creative. Like, no. I can't. I can't get behind your spaghetti on Thanksgiving. I can get it behind it behind it more on Memorial Day than I can on Thanksgiving. Aaron Michael, Goldhammer. How, how are you getting away with giving spaghetti takes? You're you're gluten free. Like you should. They be... make gluten free spaghetti now, Aaron. That's not spaghetti. That's whatever. tell that to the people in Italy when they made it for me. You telling me Italians, Italian restaurants, and Italian people in Italy can't make gluten free spaghetti? Pasta I trust their spaghetti gluten. over the most of the non-gluten or gluten-full spaghetti here in the United States, uh, except by our guy Michael Simon, if he makes uh, spaghetti. PJ is in New Mexico, uh, and he wants to talk about pizza at a cookout in New Mexico. You're on ESPN Radio. What's up, PJ? Hey, how y'all doing this morning, guys? What's up? Hey, man, so cookout, barbecue, just like my, my man earlier explained, you know, it's like it, it's the grill. We're not eating pizza. If you're going to come over and bring a quick little $5 pizza or three or four of them, I personally don't think that that is contribution. Like, you didn't do nothing. You went and picked up a pizza and you brought it by. That is not a cookout food. PJ, agreed. 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 I will agree on that. But thank you for the call. If you bring high quality, eighteen to twenty-two dollar thin crust New York style pizza to my, that I will allow. But picking up the hot, hot and ready or whatever, and bringing it over and saying, "Hey, I contributed to the barbecue." Get the hell out of here with that. No pizza. No, if you're bringing pizza to a cookout, you're basically saying, "I don't want meat." And I want to bring my own food to the cookout, so I'm bringing pizza. That's what pizza is when you bring it to a cookout. I don't now, care what, how much it costs. What, what, what about a pizza oven, an outdoor pizza oven, or pizza off the grill on the pizza stone? Now I feel like we're having a more uh, sophisticated, accurate conversation about what you could do and have pizza in the mix today and have it be appropriate. I guess. Right? Or you can just have pizza. You don't need to have hamburgers or hot dogs or you know, whatever it is you're going to do. If you want pizza, have pizza. Let's just call it that. Yeah. Yeah. You can, okay. And you can put hamburger meat on pizza or hot dog meat on pizza. You can do these things, and then it can become a whole different thing. Now, you're starting to do things to pizza that should not be done to pizza, like anchovies and hamburger meat. Now you're doing things that aren't pizza. Also, by the way, deep dish pizza is not pizza. That's meat pie. From You're Chicago. right. I'm. I'm. Hey, I'm a and New I'm Yorker. Not, Give say, me my I'm thin not crust, it's baby. Bad. I'm, I'm, I like it. I think it's good food. It's just. It's not pizza. 
Triple Eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Reminder, Game 7 tonight between the Heat and the Celtics. I promise we'll get to that. But this is much more important. Ed is in Alabama. He's on ESPN Radio on Greeny. What's up, Ed? Hey, guys. Hey, I just had to uh, kind of comment on this. I'm from Auburn, Alabama, Warrior, but uh, I've been to thousands of cookouts in Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi, Louisiana, You're Texas. You're an expert. You're an expert. I, I believe. I, I believe in you. Yes, sir. And I have never, ever in my life been to one that has spaghetti. <laughs> never. <laughs> I'm just telling you the truth, guys. I thank mean, you. that is. Thank you. And I've even been to a cookout with Italian people in Birmingham, Alabama, yeah. and they didn't have spaghetti out there. I, you know, <clears throat> that's new to me. Ed, appreciate the call. Thank you. Um, yeah, I I think that that is uh, I think that that is fair. I think that he seems like he said he's been to thousands. I in mean, all he, the southern states. I, I he, sure I, I buy it. Like in I live I live in Atlanta now, and that is a weekend tradition. Multiple times. Yeah, uh, I, I'm with him there. I'm with you there in terms of if he hasn't seen it in all those. See, spaghetti at a cookout, I know I was making the argument earlier. I was making more the argument of the plate, not that it should be there. Triple A, say ESPN. Yeah, I, I I, disagreed with your argument about eating spaghetti off of paper plates. That sounds like it's such a nightmare. Like, you, you need, there are only a few things. Dude, it's a bachelor lifestyle. Someone save me from it. It seeps through the plate, and then there's going to be grease and tomato sauce on your pants and your hand. That just sounds awful to me. Justin in Pennsylvania has a bad food take. He's on ESPN Radio. What's up, Justin? Hey, what's going on? Hey, up, so I wanted, to, I wanted to agree with what Kenny uh, said about pineapple, and, pineapple and anchovies. Pineapple and anchovies do not belong on pizza. However, I worked at Domino's for three years, or about three years, and I gotta say, pineapple and chicken surprisingly pretty well together on pizza. The pineapple enhances the chicken flavor of the chicken, and it just it goes together uh, pretty well. Is it Justin? Thank you. Thank you. you got me halfway pizza, there. Though, like, it, if you put pineapple on it, you don't put fruit on pizza. Like, I went to this fufu place over here, close to where I live in Cleveland. And they served peaches on pizza. And I looked at the guy that was making the thing, and I was like, you got to be kidding me. This is not – you don't put fruit on pizza. Oh, all right, I'll give at you peaches point, on pizza. It's a flat – it's a flat bread if you start putting fruit on it. Okay? Pe- I will give you peaches on pizza is weird. I will say this. I wish we could get Michael Simon, who was on with us earlier today here on Greeny. I wish we could get him back on on this topic because I feel like we could do another hour. I think we could, he said it, I think we could do five and a half hours, some might say. Uh, folks, it is time to say goodnight to that check engine light with the free AutoZone Fix Finder service. It'll help troubleshoot the likely cause of your light for free so that you can then drive with peace of mind. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. That is AutoZone. Up next, we go to the NFL. Which team is a DeAndre Hopkins away from being a real contender. We discuss, we debate. It's Greeny. I'm Aaron Goldhammer with Michael Rothstein on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Greeny, the podcast.
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Brainstorm, what is something that works so well that it's basically magic? Air conditioning? Noise-canceling headphones? Meeting-free Fridays? What about selling with Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're auctioning autographed apparel or selling sleek skis, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to all other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with shopify sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash greenie all lowercase go to shopify.com slash greenie now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash greenie shopping for mother's day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute but macy's gift finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for mother's day whether you're shopping for your sister's first mother's day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement macy's gift finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both you can shop by price anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under you can also sort by category like fragrance handbags and more or gift lists like for the mom who has everything pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma find top brands like studio pro model beats headphones polaroid cameras and samsung smart tvs so what are you waiting for mother's day is may 12th it'll be here before you know it macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year head to macy's.com slash gift finder today that's macy's.com slash gift finder some days you just know it's a day that NBA history of some kind is going to be made. I mean, either the Celtics are going to win this thing tonight and they're going to come back from 3-0 down, or if Miami goes on the road and pulls this off after blowing the 3-0 lead, that would be pretty historic too. Game 7 is tonight on most of these ESPN radio stations on this Memorial Day. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He's Michael Rothstein. It's Greeny. ESPN Radio, ESPN App, Sirius XM, Channel 80. You can follow us on Twitter. I am at HammerNation19. He is at Mike underscore Rothstein. No, no, no underscore. Just Mike Rothstein. One word. All one word. You're the first Mike Rothstein on Twitter. It's impressive. I was. I I, I got in. And, and I'm the first Mike Rothstein on Blue Sky I, I, and on Instagram. I was an early adopter of the social medias. Um, on Twitter, nobody important tweets the show and says, who is this guy with the pineapple and anchovies on pizza take? <laughs> that is Dan Orlovsky level of horrendously bad. Jonathan tweets the show and says, deep dish is a casserole, not pizza. And ketchup doesn't belong on a hot dog unless you're under the age of 12. Very strong opinions about both Game 7 and food on this Memorial Day. 
And Stephanie in Tennessee is going to lay one on us. What's up, Stephanie? I have a question. Have all of those people who say that they would never eat anchovies and pineapple on a pizza, have they really tried it? It is the bomb. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you. It's me and you. Thank you. I wonder if Stephanie's married because you and her belong together. (laughs) You guys deserve each other and you belong together. Greeny is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Commercial Insurance flexes to fit your business's needs. From quick repairs to adjustable coverages, even payment options, Progressive Commercial makes it easy for you to get what you need. Quote today, as little as six minutes. Go to ProgressiveCommercial.com. That is ProgressiveCommercial.com. Michael, you cover the Falcons for ESPN NFL Nation. And so the NFL is your primary beat. And you do some real reporting as opposed to just goofing around talking about pineapple and anchovies and pizza. Hey, listen, the there is a, there is an investigative story to be had about pineapples and anchovies on pizza and that's performance related success. Just say yeah, and and you are the person ideally suited to be the one to tell that story. Um I got a tweet this morning and I want to know like at what point do you take this stuff seriously and at what point do you completely rule it out? Because fans with sources are very dangerous. But I imagine at some point it's a legitimate lead, you know. Um, Hancock tweeted me and said, number 10 is coming to Cleveland. He implied that he worked at the airport and then made a joke about because the airport in Cleveland is called Hopkins. Yeah. And it's Cleveland Hopkins International Airport. So DeAndre Hopkins and Hopkins, it has an invitational ring to it. Like, look, this guy might know something or he just might be making a joke, Michael. Like, I don't know whether to take it seriously or not to take it seriously. I will say fans with sources have led me down the road of thinking that LeBron James was coming back to Cleveland in 2014. And ding, that legitimately happened. And also led me down the road of thinking Peyton Manning was coming to be the president of the Cleveland Browns. And that definitely did not happen. So tell me the investigative journalist side of you. How do you handle fans with sources? Oh, it, see, it's actually a really interesting question because if it's something that I've either heard on a peripheral level or is plausible to me, and I have some inkling that this person maybe has an idea of what they are talking about, I'll at least try to chase it down. I w- now, I will not go public with it. Like There was a situation when I lived in Detroit that... It still lives in infamy where I'm not going to say the person's name who actually did this, but there was a person who went on the radio in Detroit and talked about how a limo driver told him that Khalil Mack was getting picked up at the airport. This is when Khalil Mack was being rumored to being traded from the Raiders. They ended up going to the Bears. Right. And and he went on and said, hey, Khalil Mack in in Detroit is being picked up by the airport to meet with Bob Quinn, who's the the general manager of the Lions at the time. Well, there was no truth to my knowledge, there was never any truth to that, but it got reported on the radio. So all of a sudden, you're like, "Well, what's going on here? Do I need sure. to? I'm doing to chase this down." I remember back back before the Twitter world, I was covering Notre Dame, and also April Fools is the worst day. April first is the worst day for this. I am I try to be off of all social media on April first, but I remember when I was covering Notre Dame basketball. Right. Someone had posted again. It was April first that Mike Bray was leaving to go to North Carolina State. And here was the problem. That was, like, credibly believable enough that I had to spend half that day 
too much to, to my now ex girlfriend's demise, yeah, or, or um, unhappiness, relationship demise, her unhappiness. That I had to chase that down to ensure that no, Mike Bray was not leaving for NC State. So sometimes they're believable and they lead to something true because yeah, it's, people it's, it's do funny. see you talk stuff. Talk about limo drivers. We once on our show in Cleveland had a limo driver call and say, I just picked up Kenny Lofton and dropped him off at the ballpark. I think he's getting traded back to the, at the time, the Indians. And we said, really? And about 20 minutes later, a press release comes down from the organization. We have signed Kenny Lofton or we have traded for Kenny Lofton. Like, again, there's, it's hard to tell whether that, so there is a totally illegitimate report. The guy that sent this to me is not Adam Schefter. It is not Dan Graziano. It is not Michael Rothstein. It is no one who has a check mark. In fact, Michael, he doesn't even have. Uh, it's an egg on uh, on Twitter. It's not even like a legitimate uh, icon or what do you call right. it? An avatar. The person doesn't even have a legitimate avatar. But I just, in case it happens later today. I wanted to let the people know that I guess there is this rumor out there that DeAndre Hopkins could be on his way to the to, to coming through the Cleveland airport. I don't know what that means. I don't know if it's legitimately true. Now, I would take it more seriously. If there was a picture of DeAndre Hopkins walking at the Cleveland airport, I would totally 1,000% say, now we've got a little bit of smoke going on here for this. Yeah, now, you want to know what the, this is worth bringing up. Yes. If that happens, that's bad on the Cleveland Browns because you can fly him in private to avoid that happening. Sure. But, you know, private jets aren't always readily available. It depends. For I'm a pretty sure the Haslam's high, own one, right? Well, I mean, maybe they have to go somewhere else. For a very high-profile player, you would think in this day and age that they would send the PJ, but... You know, for flying a prospect in for a draft workout or something like that. Like, I think the, the player's definitely flying commercial. There was video the other day, who was it, of of Roger Federer flying commercial. Yeah. Like, sometimes you just can't get access to a private plane, oh, even I if you've it. got hundreds of millions of dollars and you're on United or American or Delta or Southwest. Oh, for sure. I mean, this, this, uh, I know the Staffords post some, posted something recently that they were flying com- they were flying commercial with their kids and all that. Sure. Uh, but when we're talking about DeAndre Hopkins, by the way, yes, here's my kind of DeAndre Hopkins issue. He's over thirty as a wide receiver. His production the last couple of years has not been great. Right. He hasn't played sixteen games since two thousand and twenty. Some of that right. is self inflicted. Some of that suspension. is self inflicted. Yeah. For sure. And some of that is Kyler Murray and being in Cliff Kingsbury's offense inflicted. For sure. I just have some concern here of if you're going to give DeAndre Hopkins a lot of money, what that might do. I, I just, th- that is, I don't know if I would do that. I don't know if I'd throw a mega contract at him. Well, who, I'm looking at this and thinking, okay, who has the cap flexibility at the end of May? in order to make this happen, if he's going to demand something around what Odell Beckham, the $15 million one-year deal that Odell Beckham got from Baltimore. And remember, Odell, Michael, is coming off of a torn ACL and having not played for a year. So if I'm DeAndre Hopkins, I'm saying, oh, I deserve more than $15 million. If If that's the going market for Odell... I deserve 20. I deserve more than that. And I don't know what his priorities are. If he just wants to be a part of a team that has a chance to win the Super Bowl and he's willing to take a lot less, okay, then I think Buffalo and Kansas City are legitimate destinations. But if getting paid 
market value is at all his focus, then I don't think those teams are options in any way, shape, or form. No. I, think, I mean, especially the Bills, because the Bills only have $3 million in cap space right now. Right. Now, you and can make it work, but... It's... The, the NFL salary cap is always a little bit of a dance, but some of these situations that I hear thrust out there just aren't all that practical. How do you feel about New England for him? I, sure. I mean, I, I think that can work. Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick has shown he can take kind of star receivers before and get them to fit for a couple of years. It would give Mac Jones a number one receiver that he, he desperately needs. It would. I can see it being sensible for the Patriots if if they wanted to make it work from a cap perspective they've got a little over 12 and a half million in cap yeah. so you can make be back you with can Bill make O'Brien, it work there. you know so there are obviously some well but yeah but I don't know if that's a plus or a minus for what it's worth remember they did under Bill O'Brien they did trade, trade him for him. David yeah. Johnson like I, so maybe that tells you that maybe Bill O'Brien not interested in getting back into the DeAndre Hopkins world just throwing that out there Coming up next, we get back into Game 7. Does Jimmy Butler have to be playoff Jimmy in order for Miami to win Game 7? Greeny, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. 
Who do you trust more tonight? Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, Game 7 in the East. Greenies on ESPN Radio, ESPN app. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He is Michael Rothstein. We're on Sirius XM Channel 80. I got to tell you this, Michael. I mean, Butler can't go 5 for 21 like he did in Game 6. But he did have 10 points in the final four minutes and played great down the stretch. I think Bam Adebayo, more so than Jimmy, is the key player who's got to deliver and be able to have that 20-10 and 10 game tonight for Miami. I think if they're going to win, he's got to be much, much better than he was in Game 6. Yeah, uh, that's an, I, I have no argument to that because they need Butler and, a, and Bam Adebayo to be the best versions of themselves if they're going to win in Boston. They need to be the players that we have seen early in this series. They need to be the players we have seen throughout these playoffs that have carried a number 8 seed to the brink of the NBA Finals. It's really that simple. There's no argument there. Here's, Aaron, to me, the the little wrinkle when we're talking about maybe trust and we're talking about what you're looking at here. Yep. I do not trust Joe Missoula, but I trust Eric Spolstra inherently. And in a Game 7 situation, I wonder of all of the players we're talking about, because so many of these guys have been there before on the court. The one guy who has not been there off the court is the Boston Celtics head coach. And that, to me, if those adjustments that he needs to make don't happen fast enough, and maybe that's putting too much on coaching, yeah. that, to me, could be the difference. I think. I'd think. i rather have the better players than the better coach. And I think Boston has the better players and Miami has the better coach. So my read on this game Rothstein is that it's going to go one of two ways I think either Boston is going to win big like I could see a game where they hit 23s tonight after making seven in game six and where they get you know sort of their role guys to just go off Grant Williams makes five three-pointers and Derek White hits four three-pointers and Tatum and Brown who I think hit zero threes combined between the two of them don't quote me on that but I think I saw that on the box score in game six where they go off and they just have a hot shooting night. And then Boston finishes the job. They come back from 3-0 down. They advance the finals. I think think if this is close late, I I think that that is all Miami could ask for. And then based on the way Game 6 went at the end, and I know Derek White made the game-winning shot, but before that, it was a total Boston choke job to give up a 10-point lead with four minutes to go. If the game is close in the fourth quarter, I would tip the scales towards Miami being able to pull the upset and winning. Yeah, because Miami is the most quote-unquote microwave guy on the court, and that's Jimmy Butler. Uh, as good as Jason Tatum is, and, and he's fantastic, Jimmy Butler is the guy that we have seen throughout these playoffs over and over and over again, not just in one game in a game seven against Philly like Jason Tatum did, yeah, but over and over take over games. By the way, you were right. 0 of 12 combined Ooh. from 3 between Tatum and Brown. That's not happening again. In game six. No, it is not, but also let, let, let's let's keep this going here. Jimmy Butler is not going to go 5 of 21. Correct. Right. Bam Adebayo is probably not going to go 4 of 16. I should hope not. And I, I don't think you can even argue you can even argue that Vincent going 6 of 18 is probably a little bit out of character based off of what we've seen from him. Right, but but read me Caleb Martin's line from Game 6. Do you think that's happening again? Caleb Martin's line, 7 of 13, 15 boards, 21 points. No, probably not. But if we're going to play this game, I mean, we can play this game 
Two, you know, I mean, just, I don't know. I mean, there are so many questions there when you look at, at these two teams, but there's no question that Boston's roster is more talented. I don't think you'll find anyone who yeah. will disagree with you there. Yeah. So it just comes down to other things. By the way, most important thing in all of this, my man, is this. Yeah. This is my guy, Jose Corrales. He's another employee over at ESPN. If Miami wins game seven on the road tonight, which they will, anchovy pizza is on me, although I'm on pineapple type of guy. So I already have a pizza coming now with anchovies and pineapples if uh, if Miami wins tonight. See what we've done here, Aaron. Just see what, what we've done. What is the pizza Boston is known for? Like clams on pizza or something? I mean, that's where you're going. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I you assume know what the best pizza? topping on pizza is? Cheese. Maybe some pepperoni. <laughs> But if you want to, that is very basic of you, Aaron Goldhammer. I mean, cheese pizza is the best kind of pizza. Triple Eight say ESPN is our number. Greeny is on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. I'm Aaron Goldhammer with Michael Rothstein. Couple of little fan things that I wanted to get into here. Boston fan likes to still play the "we're the victim" card. You know, <laughs> the '86 the years, the Bucky Dent, the. The seven games against the Reds, the Bill Buckner, obviously. Guys, you need to cool it and not do that anymore. Like, if you pull this off tonight, they're officially the most spoiled sports fans. They overtake Georgia fan and Alabama fan and Yankee fan and Ohio State fan. They officially, Boston fan, becomes the most spoiled fan base. How many Super Bowls and Stanley Cups and 3-0 comebacks and 28-3 comebacks do you need before you just realize that you're not the underdog anymore, you're the spoiled brat one in the eyes of every other city in America if you're a Boston sports fan. Yes, there's no question because of this. Since we hit 2000, in the year 2000, all that from Conan, since we hit 2000, Boston teams have won 12 titles. Now the Patriots won half of them. But the Red Sox won four, the Celtics and the Bruins. All four of your major teams have won. have won titles. I'll give you one else. Twelve other times, they've made the league finals, including five from the New England Revolution, three from New England, two from the Bruins, two by the Celtics. I mean, do you like, buy, if you're a stupid Boston fan, sorry, I'm just bitter at you because no, I'm uh, bitter. You, bit, you are bitter at Boston, and I understand that because you Do you even bother buying the championship exist. t-shirt if your team wins another title? Or do you, are you just kind of like, Meh, I don't know if I'm even going to spring for the 30 bucks for the locker room shirt this time. You yeah, I think I'm, you do because you probably have all the other ones. So, so you have so a collection. You, so you need a whole. Okay, I have the 2008 Boston shirt, and then I need also, assuming they win this year. Okay, let's say the 2023 Boston shirt. I root for the Denver Nuggets. Okay, sure. This week was the first time that I could buy a T-shirt for my team that doesn't just have the logo on it. That would say <laughs> something cool like, you know, we won something. I don't think they make a Northwest Division Champions T-shirt in Denver. For hey. Boston, <laughs> you, you've got championship shirts. You could have a whole drawer full of them that you don't even oh, yeah. bother wearing. I know people who do. My, I think my seven-year-old or eight-year-old nephew Porter does. I think he's got all. He wasn't alive for most of these, but he's a big Boston sports fan. He lives if up. You have the he first lives up five in Andover, Patriots T-shirts. You need to get the sixth Patriots T-shirt. And the, uh, yeah, the, the craziest I, I thing is that, that they that play is... this whole. 
they go, oh, my, my great-grandfather and my grandfather suffered through all these Red Sox losses and the curse of the Bambi. Like, like no. You are, yeah, well, you, you I, are I the most spoiled fan. Does anybody even bother going to the parade in Boston? Or do they just say, yes, you know they go what? to the parade because it's a day off. We'll, 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 we might not make it down to this one. I'll just go to the next one. You know, we'll probably win another championship in like three, four months. You hey, know, I was at the 0-16 parade in Cleveland. That was a raucous good time. Yeah, that's the kind of parade we have here in Cleveland <laughs> I, I, for our football team. We get the backwards <laughs> parade. Hey, listen, and honestly, you're talking about T-shirts. I covered the Detroit Lions for ESPN for eight years. I lived in Michigan for 12. If they win the NFC North this year, you better believe there will be NFC North Championship t-shirts, t-shirts. And you better believe that almost every Lions fan that I know, and there are plenty, will buy them or buy a shirt of some sort that – denotes the NFC North champions because they have not won one since 1993. Greenies on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Game 7, by the way, tonight. Eastern Conference Finals Celtics Heat presented by Indeed. Coverage starts 8 o'clock Eastern on most ESPN radio stations and on Sirius XM Channel 80. If you're Boston, how many 2004 Red Sox do you put in the crowd? You've got to try to find the entire roster this side of Kurt Schilling, right? To have everybody <laughs> in the stands lined up and ready to go to put on the Jumbotron. You want everybody you can from that team in the house tonight, right? I guess. if that, But see, that's if you believe in karma and, and things of that nature. I... Yeah, I guess. Sure, why not? It's but it's like great for like a two second boost. You know, I would make sure you hey, get Tom Brady there, get Mark Wahlberg, who I'm sure will be there. Anyway, get those guys there. That I think gives more of a bump than seeing, you know, Kevin Millar. Well that that's fascinating. Who do you think gets cheered louder on the Jumbotron at a uh at a Celtic game tonight, at game seven? Pedro or Brady? Oh, that's a good question. I, I would say Brady. Poppy? Well, probably it'd be Poppy. It would Brady. be Poppy. It would be Poppy. It would be Poppy. It would be Poppy. But I mean, I think Mark Wahlberg would trump them all. But other than that, Poppy. I would go Poppy, Brady, Pedro. But, but if Larry Bird showed up, Larry Bird would beat them all. But I don't think. I don't think like, Larry will Larry, Larry be Bird showing is like up. associated with other organizations. Yeah, I don't think Larry will be showing up. I don't think, I don't think I don't Kevin McHale is showing up. I think Pearson Garnett will be there, but I think the focus tonight will be how many 2004 Red Sox can we pack in yeah. just because they came back from 3 nothing down. And then a, a word to the wide, like, I guess I struggle sometimes that too often I tell fans how to fan and you should be able to fan however you want. But my honest belief here is if you have more than three drinks and you go into this game tonight because everybody's been drinking in Boston all day long, you know, for this rolling Memorial Day right into tip-off tonight. It, and it's an 8.30 game. It's not like it's this afternoon, a 3.30 afternoon tip. It's a night game tonight. But I'm a little worried that Celtic fans are going to have had two or three too many. And then if you do that, you got tickets for tonight, you can't actually enjoy the game. I'm a big believer, Rothstein. You go to a big game, you could have a drink or two. But you have six, you have eight, you can't remember it? Like... Now you're just a bad fan. See, I don't. I wouldn't call them a bad fan. I would say that they are a, a very a fan with very expensive tastes. Considering every drink in there probably starts at twelve dollars a pop. It's Boston, so maybe fifteen dollars a pop. Uh, I I don't. 
I'm, I don't like that you're telling people how to fan. And, and as somebody who doesn't drink and has been sober for five and a half years, I, I believe you will enjoy the game more sober. But if that is how you want to go to a game, then by all means, go to the game. It is your money. You can spend it how you want because you want to know what? And Syracuse won the national title in 2003. I was in a bar in Newport Beach, California called Sharkies. I remember the first half of Syracuse beating Kansas. I That's vaguely good. remember. Her game. And no, but my point is, do I regret that? Do you regret, do you regret that? Parts of it, yes. However, but didn't you want the moment that you hugged your friends and that everybody jumped in well, everybody we, else's arms? Yeah, but I was also I was also Hakeem the Warwick rejected Kirk Heinrich. Like that's a moment that you should have in your memory bank that shouldn't have been lost to a bunch of shots. I've seen it. Cocktails. I've seen it so. I've seen it so many times in hindsight and in retrospect afterward that I, I have that memory grained in my head. But I can tell you, I was the obnoxious nincompoop that was running around a bar because it was mostly Kansas fans oh puffing out the Syracuse jersey. And I would not have done that had I not had You're lucky some you made it coverage. through that bar experience a lot. I, I, I was th- very lucky. I was very persuasive of people trying not to get punched in the face. I, I just think like it's a long day if you're in Boston. It's a warm day if you're in Boston. Pace yourself. Yes, agreed. Because the you last want to be able thing, to make it to the game. Yes, the last thing that you would want is to not be able to make it to the game. And then if someone found out about that, you should have your Celtic tickets stripped away from you forever. I mean, they've hosted a ton of big games. They've hosted Game 7s. They've hosted Game 7 of the NBA Finals in Boston before. So this isn't the biggest game in Boston history. But I think considering the stakes, considering who they'd face in the NBA Finals, considering the 3-0 comeback that's at stake... This is one of the most historic games in the history of one of the most historic franchises in the history of sports. I think, although that sentence had historic and history in it a lot, I think everything that I just said there is probably fair. And then, and yet earlier you made the argument, and I don't think it's an inaccurate argument, that it is not anywhere close to the other historic comebacks that have happened in Boston sports. Right. Whether it's 28-3 or 3-0. And by the way, just to be very, very clear, Red Sox coming down from 3-0 to beat the Yankees, way bigger of a deal than 28-3. Yes. And also way bigger of a deal than this. Yes, agreed. That was the epic one. I mean, the ESPN BPI actually favored this to happen. And there were a lot of people who in that moment when Miami won, even though Boston had totally quit in Game 3, said, I'll believe this series is over when it actually is over, and Miami has won four games against Boston. So if there were people out there really honestly predicting it, then I don't think it it can be considered the greatest comeback in the history of sports or on that level. I don't think it's the greatest comeback in NBA history. I think some of the improbable 3-1s are at a greater level of historical importance and also less probable than what Boston is on the verge of doing here. Up next, if Boston wins, going to be more about the Celtics winning it or Miami blowing it. We continue. This is Greeny, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to Greeny, the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcasts.